I got. I got a. I got some rather exciting riddles for you. Oh, my favorite! If if, if you're uh, not afraid of uh, being riddled to death, uh, it's not one of my top like ten Batman. fears. It's make my second. You know, the next ten. My youngest child. Um, discovered an amazing capability for coming up with riddles that are no good at all. Yeah, that's that's a great age. It lasts, uh, what, like a year and a half. So enjoy it while it lasts. This is, I mean, trying to reverse engineer riddles. It, it first was a frustrating affair. For her, but then once she realized how entertained I was by riddles, she couldn't stop. And I quickly grabbed a notepad and wrote some of these mm. down. Yeah. Do it, do it. Uh, stop slightly before I die, though. Okay. <clears throat> What's fancy and it's new? Sushi. <laughs> Okay. What's a tomato, but it's not? Ketchup? Ketchup! Yes! What's black, and you see it? Ooh. A black cat. Darkness. Ah. What is red, and you can touch it, but sometimes it hurts? Like, (laughs) A rose. A rose. What's ancient, but not bacon? The moon. (laughs) I mean, it's cheese. So fair enough, I guess. She was kind of riding them uh, cart before the horse. What's popular, but you don't see it? The answer is, I didn't think this one through. (laughs) Oh, and my personal favorite, what's blue and it's someone's favorite color? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the clock is ticking, Batman. That would be an excellent episode of Batman. Just uh, the Riddler <laughs> taken back to his uh, adolescent days when when riddles didn't need to make sense. A successful child Riddler. The child Riddler. That Batman has no defense against child Riddler. He would probably have to de-age himself so that... Mm. Uh, He's the exact same age as the Riddler, and they would make sense to him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, baby Riddler comes out. Well, Batman, what's like a hat, but you can't get it at the store? And then Batman, he secretly figured it out. World's greatest detective. He goes, a poop. No! How did you figure it out, Batman? Because I'm wearing one on my head right now. <laughs> he takes off. He has a hat on. He takes it off, and there's just a turd on the top of his <laughs> yeah. Batman hat. Yeah. No, no, Batman! Folks, still no podcast. Can you believe it? I, I thought that the one where we uh, helped people come up with their bedtime prayers was going to be the one. Yeah, but uh, if you listen to that episode, you'll notice we forgot to pray for a podcast. In it, we did so. not pray. We did not ask the Lord to bless us with a podcast. Sadly, an oversight on our part. Maybe we should just write a letter to the president hmm. or or our senator or something. Dear 
God. Senator Mitch McConnell. It's like a shittier version Give of us Ray. a podcast. <laughs> I, there's like less chance that it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> the oil companies just keep giving God more and more money. He hasn't even... His mailbox is full. Mm-hmm. Well, I have an idea for a podcast. Uh, what do you have? This is a podcast called Maybe It's Cancer. And this is a podcast where we just uh, get people wound up about their hypochondria. Okay, yeah. I can do and that. I And I thought that we could also, we could partner with it I, a couple of weeks ago. In the news, there was that story about how there's like a a problem of like uh, hospice care companies not having enough patients, and so they have like uh, basically salespeople working, going door to door trying to convince people that they're dying so that they'll hire a in home hospice nurse. Okay. Well, uh, if if that's working, I, I, I think we get into the uh, market of, uh, you know, buying some slightly used uh, hospital testing equipment mm. and some MRIs, x-ray machines. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, go door to door, get people thinking they might be sick and then then offering them discount testing. We don't even need to bring insurance into this. It doesn't actually cost that much to run the machines. I read the manual. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. They threw in some of those uh, little uh, lead vests that you have to wear. Yeah. Gratis. So come over to my house for your x-rays. I'm just thinking, you know how there's that popular YouTube channel? The hydraulic press guy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like a some sort of a Scandinavian guy that oh, just squashes things. I see his... where you're going with this. But uh, it, if we we're going get... to use a hydraulic press to squash an X-ray machine, right? <laughs> yes, we're gonna. <laughs> it immediately blasts us with radiation. <laughs> we'll be fine. We're, we'll be wearing the lead vests. It'll just be like our head. That, that gets we're gonna buy. <laughs> we're gonna buy some old hospital equipment, and we're gonna make the bitchiest version of laser tag you've ever seen. <laughs> Just bombarding each other with the X-rays. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, though, if we had a million dollars, and I'm surprised that nobody else has done this, you know, like Mr. Beast, if he just bought an MRI machine, and then he could just, like, go like go around giving people free MRIs on his YouTube channel, which is, like, a combination of several things, right? It's like, the, it's like that Mr. Beast thing of, like, I'm, I'm just going to buy my fan a Lamborghini for no reason. Isn't that crazy? But also, it's a little bit of the hydraulic press because he's got the big industrial machine and he's putting people in it and mm-hmm. scanning them. They're still not enjoying it. It's not fun to get an MRI. Yeah. But you could also get a little bit of that Dr. Pimple Popper in there, too, maybe. If you if they sign the waiver ahead of time, you could be Dr. Tumor Remover. People would watch that. Why don't more, uh, uh, you know, hospitals uh, let you take your tumor home in a decorative jar to display on your mantelpiece? Mm, I'd love to get a tumor removed and then, uh, you know, stuff him full of sawdust and give him little pipe cleaner arms and legs and googly eyes. Have him posed like he's about to hit a golf ball, a little golf club. Put that up on my mantel. Yeah, and I, I would probably lie about how they found uh, some very small teeth inside of it. So it was that I ate my twin in the mm-hmm. womb. So you'd say that it did have teeth or you would lie and be like, normal tumor. They said it was just smooth as silk. Um, one way or another, I'm telling people that thing had teeth. 
if it actually had teeth, all the better. Here's the thing. Perfect set of teeth. Mm-hmm. Much better than my own. They, the doctor said that perhaps I'm I just wanted it more. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> Sometimes tumors just want it more. That that tumor, when they removed it, it was it was quoting Shakespeare. It said, "If you prick me, do I not bleed?" And the doctor was like, "No, you don't. You're a, you're just a lump of fatty tissue." Oh, okay. Goodbye. I'd like to think that if I were an absorbed twin, I I'd say, I'd "Out, feel out, okay. damn spot!" <laughs> <laughs> I could quote Shakespeare to you, motherfucker. <laughs> And then the tumor was it exited, pursued by bear. <laughs> Who let a bear in the hospital? I think we've exhausted my Shakespeare knowledge. Okay. Maybe it's cancer. Hey, we brought it back around to the tumor thing, huh? Yeah. I, I, do you think that? Uh, do you think Shakespeare ever used the word tumor in a play? Hmm. That does feel I, like I feel a like word that might have been around. Predates cancer. Yeah, it does feel like. I'm just I'm searching Shakespeare tumor. Oh, oh no! And apparently, when you look it up, the first thing that comes up is that apparently Shakespeare had a tumor that made his eye bug out or something. He died of a tumor. Oh, and here's a quote from Shakespeare. Thou lump of foul deformity. That's kind of like a tumor. Yeah, it is. Shakespeare got any relatives? Feels like he ought to, you know? I tried to look up that picture of Shakespeare's eye tumor. And I don't know what I was expecting, that uh, he had a painting commissioned of his eye tumor. <laughs> he, he did? No, he did not. But I wanted to see a picture of it, and, and I'm just saying, like, I don't know why I expected to be able to see a picture of it. They, were, they wouldn't satisfy our curiosities. If they'd, had, if they'd had social media back in Shakespeare's time, he would have been all about that. He would have been on there like, hello, everyone. Tis me. Tis William Shakespeare. And he misused the phrase POV. POV. When you exit pursued by bear. <laughs> Boy, that POV thing pisses me off. You know what I'm talking about? When people uh... use POV on a label of a of like a TikTok video it'll be like yeah, POV when you're like, in line at the Sizzler but then it's a video of someone else in line at the Sizzler what do they think POV stands for maybe they're saying it's your point of view that you're you're what <laughs> that no that doesn't make sense your soul has left your body because you're in line at the Sizzler Here's another thing that pisses me off. Oh, boy, I've been having a bad week just letting the internet bother me. I said that the devil was the clear winner in the song The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And a bunch of randos started commenting, saying, no, Johnny won. The devil didn't do shit. Have you heard that? fucking song you i you are correct the, <laughs> the devil, devil is doing like dive bombs and shit the They're like only, the devil uh, one guy said the devil just played the guitar the devil didn't play the guitar the devil played the fiddle he played the fiddle so fucking good that, oh yeah he did have a backing band a demons he came prepared i don't know I don't think that, that 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 should count against the devil. And even if it did, the devil was clearly playing a way sicker fiddle solo than Johnny, who just goes, <laughs> just doing that over and over. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> I don't know who the judges of the competition were, but they did a bad job. 
the devil, the devil threw that fiddling match. Yeah. The Perhaps, devil uh, came. They, they threw it to like the Academy of of uh, arts and science, <laughs> fiddling <laughs> arts and sciences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and let them vote on it. And so we ended up with Johnny as the the winner for best fiddler. I think that the devil. And then years later, uh, you're still angry about it. <laughs> Here's yeah. I think the devil lost on purpose because he Johnny committed the sin of pride he tricked him he said hey hey i bet i can beat you and johnny said it might be a sin but here we go sinning time and then the devil's like wow johnny you sure beat me with that (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile the devil's like he's doing so much stuff that's maybe it's cancer. <laughs> do you have one? I do. And, uh, you know, there. this one's got some similarities to yours in that uh, it, it could lead to your podcast. Uh, it says, smoke them if you get them. A not at all crass uh, attempt at money grabbing. Uh this is a podcast where we review cigarettes and cigars. Uh, we, we would not be taking any sort of kickbacks. These would be good, honest reviews for products that normally don't get that sort of thing. It's, it's true. You don't see a lot of... Well, I don't know. I would imagine that there must be content out there I know that there are, you know, there were uh, maybe like 10, 12 years ago, there was a brief uh, moment in the sun for dip vids. It was just guys who would review different brands of chewing tobacco. People got really into (laughs) sharing those vids of the guys reviewing, trying different chewing tobaccos and reviewing them. And... I did stumble across the Reddit r slash cigarettes, which is just people posting a picture of a cigarette and being like, enjoying this cigarette right now. Ain't nothing better than this cigarette. Okay. But they, they, they did uh, devise their own uh, rating scale in which, uh, we we rate uh, the robustness of the flavor, the uh, length of the burn, uh, the aroma of the the smoke, um, and uh, how tightly uh, wrapped and packed they are. Ooh. Each one of these characteristics would be factored into the final score. Otherwise, uh, you know, if 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 it's not a scientific rating system, I don't know what why anybody would listen to it. Interesting. And then we'll we'll end up uh, being able to rate them. Uh, I don't know if we would use a star system or if it would just uh, uh, cherries because it's cherries. Yeah. But. Yeah. It could be a coughs. Yeah, I'd give this one five coughs. Um, and would this just be regular cigarettes, or would we would we get into we could branch off to to other things, Uh, cloves, menthols, mm -hmm. because some Uh, of this stuff is going to be unavailable to some of the listeners. Yeah, so I I guess we could do like uh, vapes and uh, perhaps more illicit substances. The smoothest, oh. most relaxing salvia I've ever smoked. I, I could go into that. <laughs> I give this salvia three knives. <laughs> salvia. Yeah, all of a sudden, of the... I start understanding your daughter's riddles. Oh, they all make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> What's fleshy and skinny and prances? <laughs> I bet you could guess that one. <laughs> I've got a pretty good idea. 
That's our our dog, Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going with that one for sure. Yep. Smoke them if you get them. Now, the if. Yes, because we, we could be saying, uh, oh, do not, by any means, do not rush to your local tobacconist for, for this product. Right. Uh, I think legally we would have to. This could be, we would just, and and I think we could not say that you know we received any of these there's this isn't a paid advertisement no right? uh however I, I think it would be okay if they sent them to us to be reviewed gave us a review copy of a cigar i guess yeah that i mean that's fine by me i don't know how the audience would feel about that if it's a conflict of interest i feel like the safest way to do this would be to just walk around until we find like a half burnt cigarette on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And then we light it because and, they and could send us like, it's not like other media where obviously they, they don't make a better version of the movie just for the reviewers. They ought to, but they could do that with the cigars. We, we would need to go get the regular Dutch masters. Because they could be sending us ones truly made by Dutch masters. Mm. And and just let like some stupid machine with dirty gears grind out the bullshit Dutch masters that they have at the gas station. <laughs> the Dutch masters. <sighs> Do they still make those? Because I've never seen someone in the. Let me get a, a, a couple of those. Uh... I think that they do. Tickets. I think it's a regional thing. I, I need I Lucky Sevens here. and uh, give me a box of Dutch Masters. Give me the uh, Mega Millions. No, around here it's it's always what a White Owl. White oh, Owl. Well, White Owl is one of the ones that's like grape flavored, right? Yeah. I mean, I never see a plain. The only white reason owl. anybody's buying cigars in the in a gas station is to put weed in them man shows what i know you should uh never mind that's not Folks, the only reason don't some don't people do, do smoke don't those. do drugs yeah don't buy cigars are terrible <laughs> Oof. We're, we're gonna only give bad reviews on this this is the yeah find a cigar i'll be like oh <laughs> it's gross <laughs> my eyes are itchy my Tastes whole like house barf. smells like a, like a toilet. <laughs> it's like I lit a turd on fire. <laughs> I give this one zero out of five cigars. That's it's yeah. It's it's a segment called "Close but No Cigar," where we always give a cigar zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I got another one. Okay, what do you got? This is a pod a podcast, but it's a podcast that's a backdoor movie studio. All right. Or maybe TV and movie. It just we're the next big thing in entertainment. You know, there's that famous story about how all those dorks from Pixar sat down and in, in had a lunch meeting where they were like, all right, let's come up with the, with 12 of, of the most successful movies of all time right now. What if toys were sad? Yeah. Toys. Yeah. Toys. What if cars were sad? Yeah. What if bugs were sad? Fish were sad. What if an old man was sad? (laughs) Uh, robot distant future. All the humans are dead. He's sad. Anyway, this is uh, similar, but uh, <clears throat> this is, I call it Woke Bait Studios. All right. And this would be where we just come up with movie and television ideas that are guaranteed to be hits before they ever come out because something about them is going to piss people off on the internet. So we'd be like, um, well, I mean... This is already a model, but we'd be the first 
the first studio to be exclusively peddling in this sort of fair, you know, like the big one right now, a huge hit for Warner Brothers is the new Scooby-Doo show that doesn't have Scooby-Doo in it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, uh, could could we just uh, cast uh, minorities in, in the roles of uh, already established media franchises like yes. the Scooby-Doo one? I'm, I'm thinking, thinking Andy Griffith's show. Andy Griffith, but this time Andy Griffith is a trans woman. Okay, yeah. And Aunt B is a trans man. That's right. <laughs> How about this one? How's this grab you? A remake of American History X. Okay, I'm listening. Move over, Edward Norton. It's time for an Asian woman to play the, the neo-Nazi character in this film. Ooh. Okay. Um... And, and the main character goes to prison for murdering a guy who said that the the last Jedi was bad. He goes, I didn't like it. It was full of plot holes. This is a terrible idea. I I I think that with that last one you might have offended everyone including the neo Nazis. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I, maybe that's the secret, is that there's not enough of this that it needs to cut both ways. If you really want to get people pissed off, you know? I think you have to have a general appeal to most audiences, but just really piss off a, a percentage of the audience. Yeah, I thought that this was like a guaranteed hit. But then when I tried to put my mind to it, I just, I don't have what it takes. I, I guess I'm just, I'm too old fashioned. I like my racism to be racist towards minorities. <laughs> Although I do think there is some potential there in, this is kind of an un, an unexplored paradigm is the uh, something that offends everyone. There's not a lot out there that's actively trying to do that. And, and, and when it is, it's doing it in like that South Park way where it's like, hey, we just take a shots at the Republicans and the Democrats because they're all stupid. This is a movie or a television program where we would be stupid, so stupid that it's offensive to everyone on both sides of the aisle. And we would be a common enemy that they could come together and attack. I, I can't think of the, I mean, Hitler, I guess was the last time something like that happened. And, and you know, history has, has definitely come around for Hitler, at least a little bit. He's got more fans now, I think than he did when he was forced to take his own life. Yeah. It it took a while, but yeah, he's he's got some real movers and shakers in his corner. If if he weren't dead, you know, he'd he'd probably really be enjoying this moment. <laughs> They'd be like, man, it was a bi <coughs> big year for Brendan Fraser and Adolf Hitler. He's having a bit of a Hitler sans. Mm-hmm. This is the episode where actually, yeah, just I think, clip I think all of these sound bites and make me out to be some sort of a well, do like a Nate reduction sauce of of just <laughs> just sizzling me down to all yeah. the things where I'm saying Hitler's making a comeback. Yeah, talk about how how you prefer your racism against minorities. Yeah. that was a good one. That was <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's woke bait studios. Well, uh, my my next podcast idea, I think, could also be some sort of a multi-genre behemoth. Uh, it's called the Barely Scarily, and I, I think that we're we're going to need to enlist the help of of your youngest child on this one because it's uh it's going to be telling horror stories that while they do technically qualify as being a scary story or a horror story just they're just barely qualifying 
By the end of this podcast, you will not be scared at all. The reason the werewolf came to the door was just that he wanted to borrow a uh, borrow your vacuum cleaner. Yep. And uh, the reason that uh, the ghost came back wasn't uh, because they had unfinished business or wanted to possess somebody. They just uh, uh, wanted to touch the paintings in the in the museum. And the reason that Dracula wants blood is to help the those first responders at the 9/11 Ground Zero. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we're kind of giving a ruining the endings of these. Uh, that the, these would be the climaxes of the story that we would lead to uh, with some atmospheric spookiness and uh, possibly <laughs> lead you to believe that something bad might happen. However, you know, if uh, the podcast is of the barely scarily line, uh, you you will not be jump scared. I like the idea of the, the story holding you in suspense for just a moment before reassuring you. They can, they can you. be bite-sized stories. We could do more than one per... Per episode. Yeah. Just, these are quibbies. Yeah. And I think we could just call them quibbies now that Quibby has gone out of business, right? Well, They're not still I, hanging on to I, that. I, like, I think well, I we might come back. I don't think so, but uh, by the same token, it lasted no time at all and no one was interested in it. So I don't know why you would want to name an entertainment company Quibby. Yeah, I feel like that's the sort of thing that you could probably just go with and no one's going to no one's going to sue you for the rights to call something quibby. No, they're just going to say that poor dumb bastard. What the hell is he doing? It's uh, yeah, it's box office poison. And then if you are somehow successful with it, then they'll sue you. Then they'll (laughs) sue you. They'll come for you. But they'd come for you if even if you called it, you know, boxofficepoison.com. They'd they'd be like, well, no, hey, 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 now that's an infringement on Quibi. You're implying that you're Quibi by calling yourself <laughs> box office poison. <laughs> I like that one Quibi about the lady with the golden arm. That was a good one. I I've said all of that. I I've, I've consumed no Quibbies. The one with it's a it's like a Twilight Zone esque uh, anthology horror series, but the one episode was this lady who had one arm made of gold, and then the and then the doctor goes, "It's your arm. You have gold poisoning. We have to remove the golden arm," and she's like, "No, you can't have my golden arm." And then she dies and she tells her husband, bury me with my golden arm. <laughs> and then he doesn't. The end. Yeah. Why would she you? loves her golden arm so much? Just uh, I'm just going to get out of being uh, the executor of anybody's will right now. But if you're telling me to bury you with a very valuable object, I will not do it. You are dead. That Judge. is stupid. Judge, jury, and executor. That'd be cooler than executioner, I think. Judge Dredd also yeah, got to he's, he's parceling out disperse all of the... your belongings. <laughs> he blows you away with his giant gun. <laughs> and then he's like just going to your brother's house with a big box of porno magazines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's ask the Podtron for some help. This feels like it's been a tough one. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence. We train it by giving it a list of the most popular podcasts on the planet. It analyzes the titles of those podcasts and it generates a list of new podcasts that might be our big hit podcast titles like this one called No Show. Now this is 
I think uh, uh, a bit of a variation on the format we already have taken to its logical conclusion of simply having no show at all. We could just release an hour of silence. Would we set up the microphones and everything and then no show the recording? Yeah. Yeah, we would uh, we would roll tape for an hour but not have a show. Would we uh be rolling tape like uh we we both uh, are recording in our homes? Would it pick up ambient sounds of things that are happening in our homes like for example today could it have uh caught the snap of a mouse trap and uh then the screams of the mouse in my kitchen uh who who only got its leg caught in the trap and then the sound of me uh bashing its brain in with a broom handle (laughs) and going oh god oh god did that do it oh jesus like when (laughs) would would that that happen that could happen that 100% could happen. Anything could happen. You have to tune in for no show. And people, you'd start and you'd be like, oh, there's nothing there. I I think I can hear like a, like a furnace running in the background. But, mm-hmm. and then, and, and then you'd be like, well, I've already spent like, you know, five minutes listening. Something's bound to happen any minute. And you'd get to a certain point where you'd be like, I've been listening for 45 minutes and still nothing. There's, they've got to have something in here somewhere. Maybe I yeah. missed it. I'm going to go back to the beginning and re-listen to the... Mm-hmm. This will be the highest rated show in the universe. I don't know. People- I think we might get in trouble when it gets that successful because we'll get takedown notices because I'll be watching like Footloose. And they'll <laughs> yeah. be like, Kenny Loggins will need some of that money. Just in the background, it's Major League Baseball being rebroadcast without the express written consent Mm -hmm. of Major League Baseball. Yeah, that is a problem. We're going to have to maybe um, from now on, if we watch anything, we have to use we'll sign up for the YouTube Platinum or whatever it's called. And then we'll have to just change the playback speed so that everything is going either a little bit too fast or a little bit too slow to get that takedown notice or both. Uh, We could just alternate fast and slow. And then somebody will want to buy our ultra slowed down version of the footloose theme to put it (laughs) in the trailer of a horror movie. doesn't even have to be a trailer, a horror movie. They're doing it with cut foot loose oh my and, god and like a sense it's 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 like cutting someone's feet off and then watching them walk around on stumps with very it's, poor balance oh yeah this is the it's it's the urban myth about the about the gangs that hide underneath your car and when oh, you walk yeah. up they slash your ankles but cut foot loose mm-hmm. cut foot loose Cut foot loose. That's. I feel like that's almost enough to get that movie made right there. Just the. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just the concept of the trailer. People are suckers for a movie trailer that takes a song that they know. Slows it down and adds like. uh, Strings and brass over top. And then, like those uh, big taiko drums, like man, I saw Avatar. Every single movie trailer had that. The Indiana Jones trailer had the Indiana Jones song slowed down with the and then the Ant Man one had Goodbye Yellow Brick Road with. They've all got that shit. At least we've moved past the sound from all those Hans Zimmer scores being in every trailer. What what is it? Oppenheimer uh, comes out later this year for the to come back again. You think they'll have a in Oppenheimer? Probably. I imagine that they'll have uh, 
that what's that song that is that it's not putting on the ritz but it's putting on the something what is that song you know what song i'm talking about but imagine that slowed down and then him saying that the thing about becoming death destroyer of worlds I'm having trouble thinking of any lyrics to what you're... Are there lyrics to the music here? Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I'm just going to (laughs) say... What was that big big band song? There's There's some guy, and he's wearing a zoot suit, and he's listening to the podcast, and he's so mad right now. Hmm. Hmm. In the mood. That's what it's called. In the mood. It does have lyrics. What? But then imagine this slowed way down. I'm telling you, I'll put $20 on the line that they have some sort of a cinematic version of that song in the Oppenheimer (laughs) movie. (sighs) That's no show. Okay. What do you got? What was a hammer? And uh, this will be for posterity's sake, uh, just a podcast where uh, whatever species uh, lives on this planet or uh, android or what have you, uh, just, uh, you know, very advanced humans who have forgotten uh, the the ways of their uh, ancestors. Uh, We start out with a hammer. We say... You know, this is something that uh, weird kids would use to uh, uh, explode the caps from a cap gun so they could hit all five of them at once. Hey, what do you mean weird to... kids? <laughs> we, we, I mean, we both did it, right? Did, yeah. I'm, okay. Look, I'm not proud of it, but I did it yesterday. Okay. Well, uh, other, uh, it, it's it's basically a stick with a rock on it. And you use the rock to smash. Yeah. But but we would uh, try to be more scientific, uh, much like we would with our uh, cigar reviews. Uh, be scientific. And uh, just try to break it down to the most basic terms for an audience that does not know what these seemingly basic things that everybody knows what they are. Uh, what we, we would be telling them what they are. Yeah. What, so just hammers or would that just be one? Episode? I, I think we start with, uh, I mean, the, the title is what was a hammer, but I feel like that's around the most basic of concepts. We'll, we'll build ourselves up. I mean, we could, we could probably do an entire season's worth just on the hammer. This could be a thing like, uh, you know, like cereal where they do, uh, you know, a whole year of episodes about uh, that guy that killed his girlfriend. And then they're like, oh, here's a less interesting story about, I think, was it a POW that nobody listened to? So we do a whole, the first season, we got Ball Peen. We got Sledgehammer. Mm -hmm. We got the Peter Gabriel song. We got... Uh, that MC. little attack hammer. We got MC hammer, hammer films. Another episode just about regular hammers. The Those, things, uh, you, plastic inflatable hammers you can win as a prize at the fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does the does the thing at whack a mole count as a hammer? No, yeah. What it's a, a whole episode about how to tell the difference between a hammer and a mallet. 
And and then the next season comes along and we're like, it's a sieve. Now we're explaining what a sieve is. And everyone's like, Ugh. I'm sorry, all you funnel heads. I wanted to do the funnel. Nathan insisted on the sieve. We got money from the sieve company mm-hmm. to do a season about sieves. What do you want from me? I got to pay these bills. I, I bought diamond shoes. Yeah. Well, we could be having uh, funnel cakes right now, but uh, I guess we can have sieve cakes. Have you ever heard of a fucking sieve cake? I I would try it. Yeah, I, I, I would try it as well. I think you do use a sieve to put the powdered sugar on a funnel cake. Mm. Does, is a sieve and a sifter the same thing? I don't know. These are questions we'll have to delve into this in is, season two of What, what Was I What Was a Sieve, yeah. 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 Shoot. What was a hammer? This I, is also I think, I think that it's a it's 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 a good sign that we've already gotten confused. It's a it's an excellent question um for someone who was hit on the head with a hammer. Wake up in the hospital. What, what where am I? Oh, you were hit on the head with a hammer. What was a hammer? Oh this. boy, we're going to have to start hit him on that again. Yeah. <laughs> He's cured. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> I I find it impossible to answer your question without demonstrating its use. A guy, yeah, a guy who uh, gets shot by a doctor for complaining too much. <sighs> Excuse me. I got very sleepy thinking about what was a hammer. All right, I got another one. This is called Bigfoot Terror in Golf. Oh, nice. And this is this just uh, a speculative fiction podcast about uh, how good of a golfer Bigfoot would be? Or is it a historical podcast about how Bigfoot sneaks onto golf courses at night when no one's there and he's really damn good? Well, I don't I don't know if either one of those would capture the terror in golf of of Bigfoot if he's oh, there at just night. Just because he's he's like a a no handicap. Like you you're, you're oh. not going to uh, get a get a single hole off of this guy. No playing skins with him. He's so the terror is not terror at seeing the legendary Sasquatch come walking out no, of the forest. Uh, Country clubs allow all types these days, Nathan. (laughs) The terror is on a professional level. These guys have been training for years and suddenly Bigfoot shows up apropos of nothing. And he's he's a natural. He's hitting 300 yard drives hole in one. Bigfoot, he's doing the little thing, pretending to blow smoke out of the barrel of an imaginary gun. Everybody's pissed off. Bigfoot's invented a new drink. It's Hawaiian (laughs) Punch. It's Hawaiian Punch and Coca-Cola, and everybody likes it better than an Arnold Palmer. Holy shit. I have to try it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's called a Bigfoot. Oh, man. Now, now I want. Now I just want to mix all of the drinks together and find out if anything does beat an Arnold Palmer. What is stronger than an Arnold Palmer? Yeah, I think Hawaiian Punch and Coca Cola could be could be good. I know. Uh, I know we're both fans one. of just coffee and Coca Cola. Yes, <laughs> we did one time. We did an experiment where we put. Uh, espresso and coca-cola and i think uh, just a little touch of chocolate syrup into andrew's uh soda, soda stream, stream. But and first it turned out pretty good flatten out the coke to re yeah because it, it got too fizzy <laughs> so we had to shake up a coke we didn't actually try it first you were just insistent that it would be way too fizzy <laughs> i'm sure it would be we could have just, put... just we we could have just uh, uh, carbonated the coffee and then poured coke in it. <laughs> yeah, no, because it 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 does like the Mentos thing. 
Look, I had, I'd tried this. I'd done all of the preliminary science failures at my own home. And then I had to come over to your house because you have a soda stream and I don't support them because of, uh, you know, BDS. Okay. Well, um, but it's like, it's Amish rules. I can come over to your house and you use your apartheid soda machine. (laughs) I don't care if you go to hell. Are, don't don't some of the Amish uh, like just have one soda stream for for the whole Amish village and they just all have to use it? Yeah, the Amish. They, they've got one guy who's designated. And he's like, I'm allowed to operate the soda stream, but he's he's making <laughs> soda for everybody out of it. Do you? Ooh, do you think? I'm sure that they, the Amish probably have like really good soda. I I would imagine. Um, those guys I mean they've got good pies they got good apple butter uh huh chicken and noodles their furniture is par excellence they even got the best RVs and that is not a lie they build RVs they gotta have good soda they build RVs look it up it's true most RVs are built by Amish people. Okay, that's something to read later. Okay. <laughs> I just think well, they probably got some some like real quality <clears throat> home style sodas. I bet they're to to make like the syrups. Do you think that they uh carbonate the the soda themselves and sell it by the bottle or do you think that i could just get you know a lot of their uh soda concentrate Mm. and make it uh at at home in my my terrible machine that was uh powered by suffering i think yeah you could probably wow okay i i'm sorry i i had to know and there is, yeah, there's something called Amish Tastes Pennsylvania Dutch Birch Beer. Cuts town root beer. It looks like, yeah, the Amish do have cream soda, sarsaparilla, birch beer. Wow. And also, this article from <coughs> a newspaper, Amish Cook. Coke and chicken, two favorites together. I guess that they use it to cook chicken. Okay. I I don't have a problem with that. That could be good. Yeah, I I'll I'll try it. Look, I've I've made a yellow cake with Mountain Dew in it. Uh I haven't had Mountain Dew, I've had seven up cake. Oh well. And Coke, Coca-Cola cake. Mountain Dew cake, that's on another level. You'll slam dunk a basketball yeah with regular mountain dew or uh i'm more of a code red guy you know what i saw at the store today code in red the, velvet guy. in the sporting goods section of target what's that high performance stroop waffles <laughs> uh, okay they're selling them they're selling them with the yoga mats now and it's like, power up with this extreme waffle. It's just one strip waffle, and it costs like three times as much as the normal one. And they're already kind of expensive. <laughs> they gave it like a sports theme. Does it like, have, it's got uh, the calories you need. Oh, so they didn't. It already had those. They didn't actually add anything. As far as I could tell. Does not look like they altered the recipe at all. They just put one in the package instead of two. Yeah. And then made it cost like two and a half, three dollars. It doesn't have like one steroid in it at all. I'm no, as far as I can tell, they they said like it says like gluten free or something, which I think that the normal one is too. Mm. They're just they're fooling people into thinking a stroop waffle is the same thing as 
and I guess it probably is, if you really get down to it, the same thing as eating a cliff bar and thinking that that's somehow a healthy choice. That I think like a cliff bar at least has some protein in it. Like a like little a... <laughs> little fucking syrupy turd that that has like a fourth of your daily calories. <laughs> Uh, this has got a rock climber on it. I'm <laughs> the same thing as he is. Bigfoot, terror but, but it's got that, that uh, heartwarming story on the back about how their their dad was an outdoorsman and his name was Cliff and and he used to uh, make his own little shitty nugs to eat while he was <laughs> climbing. He used to be like, <laughs> you know, kids. Hey, I squished all this this syrupy garbage together in a plastic bag kids lick it out of there <laughs> that's the only meal you're gonna get today now climb that mountain <laughs> just making his children climb we would climb the mountain to get away from dad's cooking bigfoot terror and golf i was thinking could be um a, about people about bigfoot sightings on or near golf courses oh there must yeah. be some there's got to be some guy out there i mean l- listen if there's two types of of sports that attract liars it's golf and fishing and maybe we could do a a you know a companion series bigfoot terror on the lake where we find some, you know, bass fishermen and ask them about Bigfoot. Or if we, if we can't find any, or if we're just lazy and don't do any work, we could just make up stories about Bigfoot sightings on golf courses. It's always an option. Okay. You got, you got another one? Uh, yeah. This one's called NBA train. (laughs) NBA, like the national. I don't think we need to talk off. Yeah, like the National Basketball Association. I don't think we need to talk too much about this one. It would just be uh, us discussing uh, what what role uh, each NBA uh, team would would have in running a train. Like uh, this year, the the Celtics are in first place, so they'd get to be the engineer um, bringing up the rear. You, you, you got the. Houston Rockets, so they're they're probably plunging toilets in the shit car, mm. that that sort of thing. But just thinking about uh, the uh, mode of transportation that uh, every American holds dear in their hearts, uh, and uh, viewing uh, our second favorite uh, professional sports league through that lens. Our second favorite. I, I believe that the NBA has passed uh, Major League Baseball. Oh, I see. I, I, I think Our, so. Ours meaning America's. America's, yeah. Okay. No, I, it'd be. I would say it's my favorite. But I, I like the hot dog eating contest the best. <laughs> That's not a league. It, <laughs> it should is to be. Me, damn it! <laughs> Why don't you guys eat more than one day a year? Come on. <laughs> You telling me it takes twelve months to recover from eating eighty-five hot dogs in a sitting? I'd like to see some some more some more thought go into these eating contests than just eating. You know, maybe we get who can digest we, it the fastest though. Oh yeah, that's a yeah that's it turns a race into I'd a, like, to like a reality show where we follow them for a week and document their bowel movements. No, we just make them sit in the middle of the uh, you know uh, Madison Square Garden and, and wait for the poop. <laughs> just we get a we, like we're we, not giving them working plumbing because we don't want them to accidentally flush. So it's we, every one of the competitors. Upon a bedpan, yeah, and then we we weigh what they make. You know, we put them. We put them the in real a real winner. We put them in a hammock with a hole cut in it. Should we disguise their identities after they've eaten? Like, make them change order and wear wear a mask. Well, then so we how can are do you the gonna mask, do- the mask pooper sort of thing? <laughs> it's, 
Are we going to unmask them, or are we just doing this? Yeah. To, so, that, oh, I thought that maybe it was to keep them, you know, from becoming pariahs in the community after they. Uh, no, no, it's shit just for a crowd of thousands of people. It it adds another layer to the gambling. Oh, because oh, uh, of course, the winner gambling. is going to be the one that makes the heaviest poop. So. Joey Chestnut eats the most hot dogs. Obviously, people are going to bet that he's going to have the biggest poop. Biggest maybe, poop. maybe sometimes, you know, somebody uh, goosed it a little bit beforehand, had a few hot dogs before the competition started. We can't control these things. Mm-hmm. But we, we put weird masks and uh, uh, to care Kobayashi was eating lead weights. <laughs> yeah. So then, then we set them all out there with their their goofy masks on, and for them to do their business. And uh, you'd say like, uh, "I'm going to vote for the." Uh, I, I think it was the the humanoid dolphin is going to make the biggest shit. And you, you might say that, no way. I think it's going to be the tree frog. <laughs> we we would have we, it would be a hedge of bets like that that's just kind of throwing money at, at a spinning wheel because it's fun we would have made like smarter more informed bets before they mask up yeah house always wins We're, we've been weighing these guys for weeks what do you think about this live stadium pac-man and we've got just <laughs> hard-boiled eggs laid out in a maze <laughs> i love it yeah and, and but there's also like some cherries and stuff that float around oh, they're on a drone carrying cherries and what else is there an apple pretzel a pretzel and then ghosts. We have, <laughs> we have ghosts. Yeah, we have four, four spooky ghosts chasing the competitors around the maze, and whoever eats, whoever finishes all of the hard-boiled eggs, moves on to uh, another <laughs> to just restock the maze with eggs, and the ghosts are allowed to move a little faster. And and occasionally Joey Chestnut does accidentally eat a ghost. Yeah, I we, we got to figure out what those power pellets are. Yeah, I think just bath salts. Yeah, it it allows you to uh, not only see the ghosts but but to uh, inflict physical harm upon it's, them. It's just a guy in a sheet, and we're like Joey, no, but he took the power <laughs> pellet. <laughs> He can't be stopped. Yeah, it, he's well, torn his clothes off. He's he did do everywhere. <laughs> he did do that that uh that ghost family a kindness by not eating his eyeballs. He left those. <laughs> yeah, the eyeballs yeah. are just floating back to the little home base, waiting for his power pellet to wear off. NBA train, and that and this could also, I think, just as an aside, be similar to the PBS show, The Dinosaur Train. Oh, yeah. Which is a educational show for children where a train full of dinosaurs learns about dinosaurs. So this the could train be... The train does the learning? Well, the train uh, has dinosaurs on it, and then the train takes the chil- the, the dinosaurs... To a different place where they learn about dinosaurs. So this could be, uh, we we the, the the dinosaurs on the dinosaur train are smaller dinosaurs, and then they and then they're going and seeing the big dinosaurs. So I guess that this would be a train, and we put Spud Webb, Muggsy Bogues, Isaiah and, Thomas, uh, <laughs> just the little guys. They all get on the train and then we take them from city to city and teach them about different NBA teams. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, here's what we got. Our, uh, our options are maybe it's cancer. Smoke them. If you get them woke bait studios, 
Barely Scarely, No Show, What Was a Hammer, Bigfoot, Terror in Golf, and NBA Train. Okay. Um, I think the three most likely possibilities are maybe it's Cancer, Barely Scarely, and What Was a Hammer. I like what was a hammer. We, but I could also, I could also do barely scarily. Uh, which out of those two do you like better? Um, it all, I've got a better idea of what barely scarily would be, but also I don't know how appealing that even is. So, so I'm okay with doing what was a hammer. Okay. However, I don't think that I want to do it like uh, we would we would be doing an entire season on on a hammer. I think one so this, episode on this is on a one episode hammer related. This is just one. We're trying to get all hammer related information. Yeah. These uh future humans slash aliens slash androids slash just full on robots need to do a cram session, and I think one hour. Is going to have to be sufficient uh, for them to learn about a hammer. What was a hammer? All right, folks, if you want to hear what was a hammer, go to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet or whitehouse.boats. Sign up to support us. You'll get access to what was a hammer as well as hundreds of other premium episodes and a new one every week. If you can't get enough of the show that isn't a show, you'll love the show that is a show even more. Also, give us a review, follow us on social media, and tell your friends. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Goodbye.